Hey, home, get down. Right on. Bitch, please. Oh, bitch, please, my ass. You want a sandwich? Dig that. Oh, hell yeah. She's a bad if I wasn't a Christian man, I'd probably be kicking in your ass. Yes, it happened. Colorado to back home to the Big 12. Is that it? Is that all for the last of realignment? I don't think so. Hear more next and also hear why Colorado went back to the Big 12 and what could be leading others behind them. Hear next on the latest quick hits on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. And we're back. That was an homage to Beyonce, who was in town last week performing at the Huntington Bank, or as I will forever call it, the TCF Bank Stadium here in uh, Minneapolis. Well, as she said, make lose your breath, and that's what happens when you go to play in Colorado, and that's what will happen when... Big 12 teams head back to play against their now conference member, Colorado. And I made that prediction, or I wouldn't say a prediction, but I told you a couple of episodes ago that that where things were headed was Colorado was going to return back to its roots to the Big 12, which originally was called the Big 6, the Big 7, the Big 8. And now it's called the Big 12 and has uh, 13 members with Colorado, which is an uneven number, and which asks the question, is anybody following them? Well, we'll start with rumors of other schools you hear that may fill that position, and then I'll follow up with reminding you guys of why this is taking place and uh, other 
tidbits about this situation. And also a nice juicy rumor about possible Big Ten movements by the end of the show. Well, Colorado last week decided they had enough of Commissioner George Kliakoff not being able to deliver the goods, deliver the numbers, deliver the facts, and being put off again and again and again and again with either lies or no information on a new TV contract. And they finally pulled the trigger during their media days. Uh, the head coach, Prime Deion Sanders, was not unable to be there because of a, a surgery on his uh, foot. And the uh, athletic director hit in the back as the um, president or the chancellor was center stage, did not, uh, he made a statement, did not take questions, and left with the statement of, I got to go catch a flight. So in other words, he just said deuces to the uh, Pac-12 media and also to the Pac-12 conference because they had already made up their mind that they were going to meet with their border regions and uh, ask for a boat to join, go back to the Big 12. Unbelievable. Well, what caused this? Was it pride on the part of the, of the conference, or was it just arrogance of the conference? you got to remember, when the Big 12 lost Oklahoma, and Texas to to the SEC, the Pac-12 was making all type of noise about, we're going to come get your people, uh, we're open for business, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll take on, instead of offering a partnership, because let's face it, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are fighting to see who will be number three with the ACC. And that's another story that I'll, like I said, kind of dig into at the end. Well, here's when no numbers, no dollars were brought to the uh, Pac-12 media. That was the reason, reason part of the reason why uh, Colorado Buffaloes just said deuces and went running back to the Big 12. Well, just let's take a look at the Big 12's attitude. I mean, the Pac-12's attitude towards the Big 12. They had a chance to take on, at one point, they had a chance to take on Texas and Oklahoma, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. And things kind of fell through at the last second. Part of it was Texas' attitude, um, the Pac-12's attitude of they didn't want to get their hands dirty dealing with the people of the southern Midwest, especially Texas Tech. They saw them beneath the standards of the Pac-12. They probably thought the same of Oklahoma State. And uh, things just kind of fell through, and everybody went back to their conferences and, and went on 
Then a year or so later, that's when Oklahoma and Texas dropped a bomb that they were going to the uh, SEC. Well, to me, that's just plain arrogance. Here's more arrogance for you. They had a chance to take the TV contract that now sits in the Big 12. And they turned it down because the arrogance of their leaders and also their commissioner, uh, George Klyovka, thought that they were worth more than that and that they were going to get more than that. And they turned it down and the Big 12 jumped on it and took it. Well, guess what? Nobody has any interest in a Pacific Coast conference only in these days of where you have Big Ten. It's going to be in the West Coast, the East Coast, and the Midwest. And the SEC is going to be in the the South and the Southwest with, with Texas and Oklahoma. And now the Big 12 is going to have schools out east with uh, West Virginia and a little bit more eastern turn uh, with uh, Cincinnati and other schools. So they're widening their and with Colorado coming back and BYU, they're even going a little toward the west. So when the people, especially ESPN and Fox, who are basically running all of this, by the way, people behind the scenes, they're making the, they're making the, they're not making the calls, but they're telling these conferences who they deem is worthy for a full share and who they don't think is worthy of a full share. So when School contacts as a conference. The conference turns around and turns to the TV partner and goes, what will they bring us? And they go, oh, yeah, we love that idea because they'll do what we think they can do for us and we're willing to give you a full share for them to come in and nobody, no, none of your other schools will lose money. Or they'll say, nah, we, we don't think they'll do what we need them to do. And... We're not willing to give you a full share to take care of them. And then the other schools in your conference are going to have to make up that difference. And, of course, none of them want to. Well, in the Big 12 uh, contract, the pro writer writer said that if they added Power 5 schools, they would be – ESPN for sure stated in their contract they would take care of it. And then when they turned to Fox, Fox, it's not in the contract with Fox, but Fox gave them the thumb up and said, we'll do that for Colorado. So that's that's the last thing Colorado needed to hear, and they made the jump. But again, getting back to the Pac-12 arrogance they didn't want to muddy their hands with like Texas Tech and Iowa State and uh, Kansas and, you know, Kansas State, schools like that. They thought they were beneath them. And f- oddly enough, their, their t- 
two biggest brands that left, UCLA and USC, are now in a conference with Iowa. Isn't that interesting? Well, anyway, at the time, Commissioner, did Commissioner Larry Scott, the commissioner of the Pac-12 before George Klyovkov, fail? Well, yeah. He was the one who didn't sign the contract, which would have put the Pac-12 on better standing, better footing, and made it impossible for UCLA and USC to leave the conference. So he failed in that part. They just, you know, they are, their thought is, they're the pretty boys of college sports and that their academic standings is uh, to be touched by no one. Yeah, they have a bunch of schools in the AAU. And again, I remind people, I'm not talking about high school basketball, summer leagues or anything. I'm talking about the American Association of Universities, which ranks universities and this is the other part of this. If you are in the AAU, you're probably in the top 50 universities in the United States, and that brings research dollars, and the other schools want to partner with somebody who can also bring that. So it's twofold with all this realignment. Yes, it's a power play for sports and TV rights and exposure, and that exposure also brings brings their school to young people's eyes, the, a possible place to go to school, but it also gives links up and gives you uh, power in the sense of you are now partnering, partnering with a college that has great big endowments and lots of research money. So, these schools, again, are using what they call the front porch of their university, which is the athletic department, to do all this other stuff for them on the backside. And you got to understand, this is the same stuff that, you know, you look at beta, we, us older people, we had something which we called Betamax. And that was, be, that was these big honking videotapes. And then, and... The machines that played them were very costly. Then all of a sudden, the thing called VHS came out, and the companies that developed Beta didn't think it was worthwhile to get into VHS, and guess what happened? Their companies disappeared, and VHS happened. It was the same thing, probably something you younger people might understand. It's the same thing with my... There was a company called... MySpace. It was the rich one of the original social media th things out there on the internets, and they never tried to modernize. And guess what? Uh, a platform called Facebook showed up, and everybody left MySpace basically and went to Facebook. MySpace may exist. I don't know. I never had a <laughs> never had a page with them. I, but um, if they do, it's a very limited, not highly used. But again, 
if you're not paying attention and if you don't modernize like the Pac-12 has not, then you're going to be left behind. And finally, when um, Kmart didn't pay attention, didn't want to partner with more retailers and do more business in their stores, they thought they were the end-all, be-all. Well, another mark showed up called Walmart, and it ran Kmart basically out of business. There might be a handful of stores around it, sprinkled around the country, but um, basically they don't exist. You can't have that mindset that we're the end-all, be-all, and then don't modernize yourself or keep up with what's going on because as soon as you don't, Somebody else is going to slip in, take your business, and go and and make it better, bigger and better in a lot of ways. Here's the thing. Again, I get back to with Colorado going to the Big Twelve, back to the Big Twelve that makes thirteen. Who's going to make fourteen? There are all type of rumors. Here's the first rumor. It's just going to be Arizona. Arizona, last thing I heard, or within hours or a day of also joining the Big 12 and making it 14. Or it could be 18 with the four corner schools, basically. as They're called the four corner schools of the Pac-12. I don't know why they're called the four corner schools because they really don't make a corner. But, um, I mean, they really don't make a square. But that would be Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado had already joined. So that would bring it to, no, I'm sorry, not 18, but 16. But here's another rumor, Oregon and Washington are getting pretty fed up and that they may jump to the Big 12, even though everybody thinks the place they really want to be and their ultimate landing spot is the Big 10. They may jump just to give themselves a temporary place to go for five years or so, the length of the Big 12's new contract, and then go to the Big 10. So you got all these things swirling out there, and it all equals basically the one thing, the Pac-12 may be on life support. They can't even backfill with schools from the Mountain West because there was one that was trying to do so, San Diego State, and because the Pac-12 had no contract, that they no uh, media contract, and there was no way that the other schools were going to accept a new school, nor would a new school come in without a media contract for next year, 2024, which is a very important year in college, especially college football, because that will be the first year of the expanded playoff will be 12 teams with six automatic bids to conference winners. So the so San Diego State was willing to – join the uh, Pac-12, which would have replaced Colorado, but they had to do so before 
July 31st, or was it June 3rd, uh, the end of June, one of the two. And the Pac-12 drugged their foot, feet and drugged their feet and drugged their feet and drugged their feet, and San Diego State had to go back to the Mountain West. Well, you said, why, why couldn't they just leave now? Well, when they first thought about leaving, it was only going to cost them $17 million for an exit fee from the Mountain West. When they stayed and everything clicked into the new business year, that fee doubled to $34 million. And a school at San Diego State doesn't have $34 million laying around to buy itself out, to buy itself out, pay an exit fee, and to join the Pac-12. Plus, I don't know if I would pay $34 million to join a conference that's on life support anyway. So... And that and most of the schools that the Pac-12 would look for to backfill if other schools left are all schools from the Mountain West. So they're all stuck with that same thirty-four million dollar exit fee buyout to then turn around and join a decimated Pac-12. Makes no sense to me. Maybe some schools do it. Who knows? Because maybe they look at the, the, the crest of the Big 12 as something to expire, inspire to, but I, <laughs> I have to laugh at it. Okay, I mentioned that the uh, other smoke or rumors or induendo that's going around in college sports right now also is and I mentioned these two other schools before, Washington and Oregon, getting to the Big Ten somehow, some way. Do they bring enough to have our TV partners in the Big Ten of CBS, Fox, who's the main one, CBS, NBC, and the Big Ten Network to say, yeah, we'll take you and give you a full share from what I understand, even though they bring Oregon brings the power of Nike, and uh, Washington University of Washington brings Seattle and some really big Fortune 500 companies out there, it's not enough. But the rumor that's been percolating the past since about Friday has been Florida State. Yes. Florida State of the ACC is building a war chest to either fight their way legally out of the ACC because they believe that if they stay together and they have a, a uh, media rights that lasts into the 2030s that they're going to fall so far behind in that conference to the Big Ten and the SEC, it's something like a difference of 30 plus million dollars a year that they'll fall behind those two conferences that they're willing to either buy their way out with this war chest of money that they're building or legally fight their way out. And then the day 
another school in the ACC name popped up in this whole mess. And it's Clemson. The Clemson Tigers, who are, who've been pretty quiet, and they're now linked with Florida State with trying to uh, fight their grant of rights. That's what it's called, this whole contract they have with, within each other. And um, somehow, some way, get to the Big Ten or the SEC. Some people think it makes more sense for Clemson and Florida State to go to the SEC and Miami and North Carolina to come to the Big Ten. It, it's going to be, believe me, if I started going with all the angles and things that are floating out there, people, you will lose your mind. So I'll just keep it to this, this tidy thing so far of the Pac-12 is on life support with Arizona, with Arizona within hours or days making an announcement that they're making the jump or being joined by the other two uh, four corner schools because Colorado is one of the four corner schools and the other two is Utah and Arizona State to join the Big 12 or Oregon and Washington will go with Arizona with in Colorado, who's already there, to the Big 12. And then, if that doesn't happen, Oregon and Washington may be trying to keep fighting on their own to get in the Big 10, or maybe linking up with Florida State and Clemson. And you may, and I just mentioned why all of this is happening because these schools are in situations where they don't want to fall behind the Big Ten and the SEC is forced 30 to 40 to 50 million dollars behind a year, every year, with their media rights and other rights because then they figure they're going to be behind in NIL when it goes to pay pay for play because everybody feels that's going to happen. Or if that doesn't happen, super scholarships where you, you throw more money into the scholarships and also add once they're done, there's a nice little bonus at the end of your career that you walk away, a stipend or whatever you want to call it when you had your four or five years at a university that you walk, you take that nest egg with you and you also have uh, insurance for the next five to 10 years, medical insurance for the next five to 10 years that cover all the stuff that you went through as a college athlete. That's going to get expensive. And that's what this is all about, either paying these people or supersizing their scholarships. And if you're 40 to $50 million behind a year, not altogether, in a year, you can fall hundreds of millions of dollars behind the SEC and the Big Ten. And these schools don't want 
that to happen. Now, the ACC itself has an ironclad contract, but the problem is when they signed it, they thought it was the end-all and be-all again and then re-upped on it, very shrewd business by uh, ESPN because ESPN signed that with them and re-upped them and then turned around and basically play, paid the SEC double the amount they, they're now paying the ACC. Wow, what a stab in the back. And I think that's part of what angers these ACC schools. That at one time, they were called the Magnificent Seven. There were seven schools that were trying to break the grant of rights. But the loudest so far now are Florida State for sure and Clemson, who's a little bit more quieter. But can you believe that ESPN did that to them where they had them in a nice contract, didn't expand on the dollars, just gave them more years, didn't give them any extra dollars per year, and then turned around and signed their rival, their rival conference to double. Unbelievable. This, and this goes back to my statement earlier that Fox and ESPN are calling all the shots on this. Because let's face it, the NFL has basically, you know, their, their TV contracts will go up in the next cycle, but not that much. And that's why they're trying to do streaming and all these other things. Well, the second most popular sport after the NFL is college football, and ESPN is trying to chokehold that, and Fox is fighting to stop that. So that's why Fox jumped in bed with the Big Ten to have a, a, a power and leverage with a conference that would help them. And also, when this changes, because uh, – you have two years after, like I said, 2024 and 2025 of the football playoff will expand the 12. And then after that, everything's going to be renegotiated as far as the football playoff. It could stay at 12. It could go to 16. But it's going to be shared media-wise by Fox and ESPN and whoever else wants to jump in and pay. And this is going to be worth anywhere from a billion and a half to $2 billion a year because they see that the hunger for it is going to be astronomical. So, again, these are the factors that are driving this. And, again... To finish, Pac-12 is on life support. Doesn't mean it's going to die, but it's possible it, it could. It happened to a conference called the Southwest Conference uh, when, because Texas was part of that. It was mostly, uh, it was uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State and the Texas schools. And Arkansas was a part of it for a while. And when the Texas schools kept 
getting caught cheating and, you know, SMU got put on uh, the death penalty and all these things happened. Schools like uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas A&M, and a few others decided to hook up with the Big 8, and that's when it became the Big 12. If you have any questions or comments or whatnot, if you're a friend, feel free to email or text me. You guys have done a great job of that recently. Uh, If you are a listener only, you can reach out to me at jb780 at comcast.net. And JB is spelled just like it is in the show, J-A-Y-B-E-E-7-8-0 at comcast.net. And I'll answer your questions. Mailbag has been a little quiet lately, so if you want to hit me up, this is the time to get your questions or your comments slid in, and I'll be back to put a bow on this episode after a word from my sponsor, my title sponsor, Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, here on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. In a world filled with distractions, one law firm stands tall, fighting for justice. Bradshaw and Bryant. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. We take our mission very seriously. Our firm is dedicated to representing those who have suffered due to the fault of others, especially when they're distracted by their phones. Four seconds. That's all it takes to travel the length of a football field. But those same four seconds can change lives forever. Don't be the person who causes irreversible damage to others or yourself. Put your phone down when you're behind the wheel and be aware of your surroundings. Bradshaw and Bryant have championed the rights of the injured for over three decades. We excel at what we do. Bradshaw and Bryant is ready to fight for you. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. And we're back to put a bow on this show that was digging on you by TLC that uh, what's going on in college sports. Everybody's kind of digging on teams in the Pac-12 or the Pac-12 teams are trying to dig in on some of the big, you know, Big Ten or Big 12 school uh, conferences. So it's not going to the merry-go-round is not going to stop anytime soon. I'm going to be here to talk about it, laugh about it, report on it. Uh, there was one comment from uh, Big Mike out in New York, Mike Molina. Keep doing what you do, JB. I love it. So with that, again, I want to thank my title sponsor, Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. 
Uh, if you have any personal uh, injuries, auto or work-related, reach out to them. Also, another sponsor, Lynx Art. He does T-shirts, jerseys, hats, and bowling shirts. Uh, embroidery, heat seal, or um, sublimation. He's got it all going on. And, of course, some guy that has a sports equipment repair business called jbsgloverepair.com. With that, I'll end this quick hit. We'll uh, look forward to whatever's next in the college world. I'm working on also working on an interview with somebody from the Hollywood scene to get uh, on um, on what's going on with these strikes and what he thinks about how our fall is going to be outside of just athletic, you know, football and other sports. So with that. Again, thanks for listening here on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. JB is my name, and f***ing up motherfuckers is my game. Right on. Negro, black, African American, black, black, black. Django, JB. Damn, Dolomite. Great card in heaven, you know. JB, our great Negro. Sex machine.